Having integrity of thought, word and action enables you to speak from your heart in a manner that allows your words to be consistent with your values. I'm Dr. Mark Rowe and welcome to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. As a family physician, my expertise is supporting people in the areas of positive health and lifestyle medicine. Join me in conversations that share life lessons, health habits and leadership practices, focusing on positive psychology, lifestyle medicine and ways that enable you to live with more vitality on purpose. Appreciating that when it comes to your vitality, that everything is so interconnected. Episodes will air weekly and you can find me wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, on my website, drmarkrow.com. As a practicing family doctor with expertise in lifestyle as medicine, my purpose is to encourage and support you in terms of positive health, personal growth and all things well-being. As I say, to never stop starting. Each month on a live webinar, I teach learning by doing and learning by being. The why and the how of health enhancing habits, giving you the science as well as support strategies to live with more vitality. I'd like to invite you to join my self-development club. To learn more and to sign up, visit drmarkrow.com. The Rig Veda is widely considered to be the world's oldest spiritual text. It's an Indian collection of Vedic Sanskrit hymns and poems. And according to the Rig Veda, all sounds have vibrational energy attached to them. And when you hear these triggers, you may experience a certain emotion and respond in a certain way. And, you know, I think that's really interesting because we know that emotion is so incredibly contagious. It can spread outwards to three degrees of separation. This has been shown in fascinating research undertaken in Yale University by Nicholas Christakis and particularly negative emotion, you know, like fear, anxiety, toxic stress, anger. We are hardwired for these emotions because of the architecture of the human brain, because of how it's engineered and crafted and designed for fear detection and for survival. Negative emotion is like Velcro, it sticks. As I say, it's like passive smoking. You can pick it up as soon as you enter a room. Positive emotion, on the other hand, is more fleeting. It's more like Teflon. It comes and goes very, very quickly. It is also very contagious. And that's why, you know, your emotional vibe has a major impact on your tribe. It's also why when it comes to feedback, negative feedback is something we may remember forever. Whereas positive feedback, research has found we need to hear some positive feedback for 12 seconds continually before our brain generally remembers it worthy of remembering. And when it comes to your words, when it comes to your spoken word, it turns out that the language you use every day to yourself and to others can have a major impact on how you feel. And this is because the words you choose have meaning and have power and what you choose to say about someone can become a reflection on you and your values. The thoughts you focus your attention on and the words you choose to say to others and to yourself can have a major impact on the person you become. You know, Gandhi put it so well when he said, your thoughts influence your beliefs, your beliefs, your words, your words, your actions, your actions, your habits, your habits, your character, your character, your destiny. What you think and believe impacts who you are and who you become. In other words, your language and everyday words reflect your beliefs, 
drive your actions, which in turn help to create many of the results you experience in your life. Having integrity of thought, word and action enables you to speak from your heart in a manner that allows your words to be consistent with your values. The words you use today can influence the world you experience tomorrow. The language you use today impacts on the life you lead tomorrow. Words can inspire and influence positive change or words can destroy and destruct. Words can help heal and inspire hope or words can hurt and humiliate. What you say to yourself and to others matters. You know, I'm a great admirer of Rumi, that wonderful Persian mystic and poet who said, before you speak, let your words pass through three separate gates. At the first gate, ask yourself, is it true? At the second gate, is it necessary? At the third gate, ask yourself, is it kind? Is it true? Is it necessary? Is it kind? So consider being more uplifting with your language to feel better yourself in addition to inspiring those people around you. Because where your words go, your emotional energy flows. And that the quality of your conversations you have in part determines the quality of your life. Be more generous with your words. Be more of an encourager. It can make a real difference. You know, I love that word, encourage. It comes from the French encourage, with courage. And as a doctor for a long, long time, I've met many people in my office who've been beaten down, whether by toxic relationships or adversarial workplaces, life circumstances, beaten down by life itself. Very, very seldom you see somebody who's been over-recognized, overvalued, over-appreciated. So as I say, be an encourager. Find the best in others. Focus on their strengths. Be an encourager. When you recognize something beautiful or positive in someone, tell them. It may take only a few seconds to say, but for them, those words of encouragement may last a lifetime. Now, self-talk is a term for your inner conversation, that continuous dialogue and tape that's playing 24-7 with an ongoing commentary about life, your problems and other people. And so often this inner self-talk, the merry-go-mind of anxious negative thoughts, as I call it, so often it judges, it blames, it complains. It tells you all the reasons why you can't achieve your goals, why it's too late to make positive changes in your health, in your relationships, in your life. Emerson, the American philosopher, once wrote that you are what you think about all day long. What you tell yourself in your mind can become the basis on which you determine your experience of reality. It can underpin the foundations of who you are. But imagine if you could learn to reframe your negative self-talk into more realistic self-talk. Now, I'm not talking about delusional Pollyanna positivity that pretends that negative emotions or tough times don't happen. That's simply toxic positivity. And that simply sets you up for even more feelings of distress, discomfort, disease. I mean, giving yourself some self-compassion, speaking to yourself the way you might support and encourage a good friend. When you're able to turn down your inner critic and tune more into your inner coach, that can enable you to reframe the internal landscape of your mind. This isn't easy. As I said already, given the architecture of your brain with its hardwired predisposition for fear, anxiety and plain old-fashioned survival, but it can be so worthwhile. And that's where the practice 
And I deliberately use that word practice because it is a practice. The practice of becoming more mindful, the practice of becoming more present does enable you to let go of the past or the anxiety of the future and simply live right now in the current conversation we're sharing. What's more, your self-talk is already there as a powerful force in your life. It's not something you have to create. Your self-talk can help determine your X factor. It can have a major impact on whether you continue to work towards your new health habits or your goals or your dreams. You see, it isn't enough to simply plan and get ready. It's all about action and more realistic self-talk through the lens of encouragement and self-compassion can enable you to do just that. And by self-compassion, I mean treating yourself as you would a good friend, being kind to yourself, being understanding, being empathic, giving yourself a break, giving yourself some kudos for how far you've come in life already, recognizing your accomplishments and the adversities that you've overcome. And of course, it's not just what you say. The influence of language applies to your written word as well. Reading the inspiring words of other people and applying them in your own life in whatever way makes sense to you can be incredibly uplifting. Reading the great biographies can give you an opportunity to better understand some of the greatest minds and thinkers the world has ever known. So here are three of my own personal favorite quotes that I hope you find interesting and inspiring in equal measure. Firstly, Maya Angelou, who speaks to me about the art of resilience and the inherent ability we all have to come back wiser, stronger and better. When she wrote, You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may tread me in the very dirt, but just like dust, I'll rise. Secondly, Confucius, who highlighted that none of us can go back to the beginning and start again. But starting today, you can create a brand new ending in your life. So never stop learning, never stop growing, never stop recommitting to be more of the person you are capable of becoming. He wrote that we all have two lives and our second life starts the day we realize we only have one life. And thirdly, St. Francis of Assisi, who wrote, start by doing what's necessary, then what's possible, and suddenly you're doing the impossible. Because it's all about starting. Start today, start small, simply start. And of course, when it comes to your health and well-being, small sustainable changes compound over time to make a big difference to your quality of life and lived experience, adding more life to your years, enabling you to live with more vitality. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. For further resources to support you to live with more vitality, please visit my website, drmarkrow.com.